0: Talk
1: radio.
0: Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're gonna help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're gonna catch you up on the day's events, we're gonna talk politics, we're gonna talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the hyperslot happy half hour. Ow, oh, ow, oh, ow! Oh. Friday night episode of the Hypersoft Heavy Half Hour with Zigzag, And we're waiting for Rufus. This could be my fault. I could have really messed this up because I asked Rufus to push the show back a half an hour to 8.30, which is 7.30 his time. And now I'm wondering if he thinks it was 8.30 his time and 9.30 my time. So let's hope not. Uh, let's hope that uh, if we do get our man Rufus here in a second, we can get on with our show. If not, Uh, you know, let's talk about what's going on today. There's some interesting stuff happening in, uh, in the world today. It is, uh, it's a little crazy, honestly. Donald Trump's in the hospital with the COVID. Oh, there he is. Hey. Huh? I said, where were you? (laughs) Uh,
1: the clock I was keeping an eye on is like three minutes behind. My God. I know.
0: Oh, my God. In these dire times, you're just you're just jacking around. I'm worried about you, dude. You should be celebrating somewhat that you wished this COVID on Donald Trump, and now he has it.
1: I had a little voodoo doll, and I uh, carried it around without a mask on it.
0: Did for you months. Just it on every doorknob between here and Timbuktu?
1: I did. My voodoo doll has a tongue, and I wiped it on every uh, shopping cart handle I came across.
0: For Donald Trump, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Sure. I'm sure that he suffers tremendously, and my prayer is that uh, he, I don't know, goes out like an animal. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel. I don't want him to be a martyr, first of all.
1: Uh, I don't – can he be, though? Because he's, he's been denying the whole fucking legitimacy of COVID. So if he dies, they're not going to be like – the Trump supporters are in a weird position.
0: My next Trump supporter move is that the Democrats purposely gave Donald Trump the COVID virus to win the election. Surely that's already out there, right? I mean, there's no way that they've been sleeping on that angle.
1: Oh, no. They've had it in their back pocket ever since COVID came up. Like, how can we use this in the future?
0: Right. Well, just like the Democrats are using it, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now I don't feel like it's going to go away after the campaign. Uh, yeah, isn't that what Trump kept saying? Yeah. All the Trump people are like, just gonna go away after the campaign. Is so convenient. Uh,
1: yeah. I uh, I don't I don't know what the fucking next. But this is a big monkey wrench in the whole operation. You know.
0: I would almost call this karma, but it's just straight up stupidity, right? And the karma has no place in this. This is just them being fucking stupid.
1: It's it's dumb, it's, uh, because it's. I, I I can't add any more to that. It's just dumb. Uh,
0: well, I mean, what's <laughs> up? I'm sure that he got this experimental drug, right, and he'll be cured or whatever. And he'll be like, see, it's no big deal. But he gets his health care for free. He can take a couple days off of work, obviously, even though they keep saying on the news that he will be working from Walter Reed Medical Center, right? That's his, like his whole thing is he's going to be working in. So we're supposed to expect that he's going to start working now after he hasn't worked for the last four years. But now he's, you know, he's like he's like that friend of yours. It's like I've been up since six thirty this morning,
1: right? Yeah.
0: You're like get up at six thirty and like take a piss and then go back to bed for fucking six hours. And like I've been up since six thirty this morning, dude. Been a long day.
1: Yeah, that, that person I know is my wife. Right. Uh, I know A lot of people like that. Yeah, when I read that he'd. Even though he'd had it, you know, and was confirmed positive, he'd been working as usual in the Oval Office all day. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Like working.
0: Right. What, well, what did she do? All these people that were like stick up for him, like Terry, Larry Kudlow, the biggest jack off in the world, that somehow goes from being on CNBC as a bit part person to being the economic advisor, right? Just because he sucked Trump's ass forever.
1: <laughs> hey, well, Trump's a rich man. You suck you know, a rich man's ass, and you know how to advise economics.
0: Trump has been—he's uh, been calling me and on me since first thing this morning, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, we're supposed to fucking believe that because, I mean, do you, I don't even know if he even has it now, honestly. But I did want to tell you, a couple days ago, did I not say Donald Trump will be dead in a month?
1: He could be seventy-four, dude. I mean, if he's really got it, this it could kill him.
0: And he went to the hospital pretty quick.
1: And an experimental drug. Two things about that. It's experimental. That could fuck his ass up. Two, even if it's, like, the best thing in the world, it probably, for the average person, is, like, $4,000 a dose.
0: You can't. I already listened to a guy on the news say you can't. They're not offering that to regular people. Of course, it's experimental. signed in that uh, last, the last hope act or whatever where they can just try experimental drugs on people, which, I mean, I almost agree with, as yeah. long as meth like the experimental drug guy, and I know you got to sign off on it, but you take the experimental drug and it makes your fucking inside of your body feel like it's on fire for the last five months of your fucking life, and <laughs> just won't, like, put you out of your misery, you know what I mean? They're like, well, we got to kind of keep you alive to find out if this experimental drug that makes your fucking head feel like it's on fire is going to work. <laughs> I got a lot of
1: boxes to check on this forum, dude
0: <laughs> Sorry, dude, you signed up for this We gotta make our charts and graphs It sort of like keeps you alive But makes your life a living hell
1: <laughs> Extra five years And it keeps you alive Sounds like some of the shit the uh, Japs did In World War Two to people like a Twilight Zone episode to me mm.
0: So do you think I mean, do you think he really has it?
1: Are I he- think he really has it I think so, yeah
0: a lot of people around him are testing positive for it now
1: too. Yeah, it was only a matter of time. Honestly, I can't. I'm surprised it took this fucking long. You I know. Think, oh,
0: that's what Nancy Pelosi said.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. Uh, I'm uh, literally. I'm surprised it took this fucking long. I know that, it. Happened. We were saying,
0: I know that a couple weeks ago on the show we were saying that it is weird because it gets out there on the stage and breathes all that fucking air with all those. Uh, people you know what i mean and of yeah. course it's spreading
1: and nobody around him has a mask and he's constantly you know golfing and on flights and around other people and and stuff i, I really i'm surprised he hasn't had it before and i remember thinking maybe we discuss it just the yeah. fact that that he fl- he's he's so fucking you know, carefree about it and it hasn't gotten it like Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe, oh, no. I
0: don't fucking know. He actually thought there was an antidote for it, and the regular people just aren't fucking privy to it.
1: Uh, you mean experimental drug?
0: It's, no, Like we were saying that since he's so cavalier, obviously there's something that he knows that we don't know. Apparently we were wrong on that. For the first time in the history of the show, we were wrong. Yeah. It's
1: a Jeopardy question. That's true. We nailed 12 for 12 last time.
0: Thanks to our memories, our collective memory.
1: Hey, what is Jeopardy but nothing but a memory test?
0: Good point. I mean, I think you could say the same thing about that guy, James.
1: That's right. Who's James?
0: James is the guy who won almost as much money as the other
1: guy that won a bunch of money. Ken, what was his name? Ken? Ken. Ken Ken Jennings.
0: They just made him a producer on uh, Jeopardy. I think I told you that. I got a feeling, and this was my wife's idea, not necessarily mine, that Ken Jennings will be the
1: next host
0: of uh, Jeopardy. Almost kind of makes sense in a weird way, doesn't it? It does.
1: If he's got the personality to pull it off, that's a good idea, I think. I think that's a, a nice little transition. He's a makes nice, nice
0: guy, right? And you know what? You get the champion angle. Not that uh, Alex Trebek worked real hard to get the job. You know what I mean? They just kind of handed it
1: to him. Well, was he, was he the first guy or was this one of those game shows that goes back so fucking far there was like guys in the 40s and 50s that did
0: it? Good question. I think he was the first guy, but you know what? I, I, looked, I looked him up not that long ago and he's been in show business fucking forever.
1: Oh, really? I, I assumed so, but I didn't know. Uh, Can you mind if I look him up real quick and we see what else he was in? No, I was on CelebrityNetworth.com the other day and I was just doing rolling the dice to bring up a random celebrity and one of them was was Alex Trebek, and his he's a rich motherfucker. How and much
0: his, how much money does he have, just out of curiosity?
1: I don't remember. Uh, we'll look at it, but he had a salary, too. and oh, i got like,
0: big fucking respect for Alex Trebek. He graduated from Ottawa University with a degree in philosophy. Really? No yes. shit. And he was a member of the English Debating Society. Not to be confused with the French Debating Society in Canada, I would think. We... Uh, oui. But uh, before completing his degree, he began his career in 1961 working for the CBC, that's Canadian Broadcasting Company. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, uh, read the national radio news and cover a wide range of special events is what he did. 1961, including curling and horse racing. Curling, wow! First job uh, was a Canadian music program called Music in Hop. 1963. Music in Hop. In 66, he hosted a high school quiz show called Reach for the Top.
1: Huh. Interesting. Early, early on in the game industry there.
0: Right now. And then uh, starting in the spring of 69, he hosted a strategy, a weekday afternoon game show. So he's been in the game show biz a while, dude. Pass yeah. up. That's right
1: back. He's a good dude.
0: 73, he came to the United States uh, as host of a new game show called The Wizard of Odds.
1: Ooh, that sounds interesting.
0: I've never heard of that. What, do you think that. what do you think happened to that?
1: Sounds like a gambling game. It does. This
0: game, people from the studio audience buyed in a number of rounds, primarily games revolving around statistical questions.
1: It sounds very smart, just like Jeopardy.
0: Sounds like something no one would ever want to fucking watch.
1: Well, it's not on now, so you're probably right.
0: So, seventy four seventy six 7476, he... He uh, hosted High Rollers. Remember, I think I remember that game. It sounds
1: like, <laughs> like gambling, too. I,
0: mean, I know. Well, so it's probably all shot in Vegas. Uh, uh, then he hosted the short-lived CBS game show Double Dare. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's the main game pitted two contestants in isolation booths attempting to correctly identify a person, place, or thing based on one-sentence clues.
1: Okay, Ironic. Like, all games was, now are in isolation booths.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to say, well, I mean – Yeah, as long as they're not in the same isolation booth. That would kind of defeat the purpose of an isolation
1: booth, right? That'd be like a cohabitation booth. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, let's see. The Pillsbury Bake Off. The $128,000 question, which I'm guessing was twice as bad as the $64,000 question.
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably so.
0: And let's see. Battlestars? What the fuck was that?
1: Oh, probably had a bunch of B&C list celebrities on it every time.
0: The object of the game is to capture the celebrities by lighting up numbers positioned around. Tri- wow, yeah, I could see why that wouldn't have lasted long.
1: A lot of game shows that just sort of came and went. You've never heard of?
0: Yeah, well, this is not Let's see, this is. Oh, wait a minute, and celebrity bowling. He was a contestant on Celebrity Bowling in 1976. With I went, who? I want to
1: uh, Scatman Crothers from The Shining.
0: Yes. No shit, that's weird. I watched The Shining video today. How odd. Really, you know what I watched today? What? Easy Rider.
1: Did you? Have you you ever seen it?
0: It, Once or twice. (laughs) A week? Yes. You know what? It's been a while since I watched it, and I was going through my purchase stuff uh, on my uh, TV at work, and I was getting ready to to cut down a crop of marijuana. Uh And I thought, you know what? Why don't I turn on Easy Rider? (laughs) Man, it's just as good to listen to as it is to watch.
1: Hell Yeah.
0: I thought so, anyways. Uh, let's see. I mean, he's got a million other appearances. His health—well, we don't need to get into that, uh, you know. So that's your man, Alex Trebek. For he's—he's he's, uh, hes lived a long and storied life. God bless him. God bless yeah. you.
1: Back, w- well learned.
0: And every precious hair on your used to be mustache. Oh wait, you know what? I, you know what? I forgot to read the mustache controversy.
1: The about- controversy? Oh, when he shaved it off, was that a controversy?
0: It was controversial because a lot of women felt ripped off because he used to wear one of those free mustache ride T-shirts. So, <laughs> what? I didn't get my fucking mustache ride.
1: That's Rebecca. Yeah, he's Such fucking... Such a rascal.
0: He is a rascal. Don't let him fool you. He was on the High Ballers. I mean, High Rollers.
1: Yeah, mustache ride. Haven't heard, haven't heard that or seen it since I, like, stuck into my dad's Playboy Your
0: So your dad had a shirt that said mustache rides?
1: No, but it was, you know, it was one of those terms from the 70s and early 80s that were all through, like, Playboy cartoons and stuff.
0: Oh, you know what, and I'm going to tell you what, I will never wear a shirt that says free mustache rides, and I'm going to tell you why.
1: I'm not even giving it away free.
0: There you go, exactly. This mustache, depending on the way the chick looks, could go anywhere from a dollar to a million dollars, but it will never be free.
1: Never be free. No. Okay, so it's a million dollars for a hot chick or a really ugly chick?
0: Wow, that's a really ugly chick, I would think.
1: Okay, that's what I'm thinking too.
0: Chick, the cheaper the mustache ride.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: I wonder how many. I wonder if anybody had ever taken someone up on a free mustache ride. Ooh. <laughs> Something on porno. but I wonder if like that shirt ever works. Hey you're sitting at the bar wearing your mustache rides a dollar from one dollar to a million dollars t-shirt, and some chick comes up and gives you a dollar and is like, "I want to ride that mustache cowboy."
1: Dude, we should put up on telephone poles like posters for free mustache rides with a number you can pull off and see how many people call it. Call it? Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, because there's probably some grinder thing that we don't know about that's called a mustache ride.
1: That'd be cool. Just get a cheap, like, free Google phone number and just listen to the voicemails we get. That'd be awesome.
0: That would be awesome. I, I do wonder if anybody ever closed a deal on a mustache ride.
1: Surely, back in the day, yet you, you know a studio fifty-four or whatever it was called.
0: Yeah, I guess you're probably right. And then it's like the next day is free mustache rides, uh, herpes free, herpes free as well.
1: Yeah, well, they probably had must. So many people had mustaches then to hide the sores on their lip.
0: <laughs> Good, John Holmes. John Holmes, that's my favorite
1: one. Exactly.
0: John Holmes, your buddy, the weasel, or the groundhog. What do they call? Uh, what's his name? Doesn't
1: he have like a nickname? The hedgehog, right? Hedgehog,
0: I knew you would know. <laughs> I knew if anybody would know it would be you. Yes, the hedgehog. Why? I mean, God, I can't think of a worse fucking nickname for just about anybody.
1: He's in trouble. Oh yeah.
0: A lot of trouble.
1: Have you seen the photos that some chick snuck of his apartment in LA?
0: Uh oh what they look what it look like.
1: Dude. Dude, they look like the shittiest fucking place you've ever... You remember what, before I moved into Royal Hampton, the, that room that I ended up moving into was just, like, full of fucking shit? Right. It, his apartment looks like that. Just like a room where you would just dump shit that you don't want to... Do. Fuck It's like a junk drawer or a garage or something. Junk room? It's a junk room. Well, it's a junk, junk apartment, but it's just like a one-bedroom apartment with those shitty fucking vertical blinds. And, like, lights with no shades on them and porno mags all over the place.
0: He has porno mags? I guess probably with himself in it.
1: Yeah, they're, like, old vintage ones and, like, VHS tapes and shit.
0: I'm, a, I'm looking up Ron Jeremy's net worth. What do you think it is?
1: Uh, One million tops.
0: How did you know? It actually it says one million, but I think that is probably as low as this fucking thing goes. You know what I mean?
1: No, I've seen people there where they're, like, 100,000.
0: Is there anybody with a negative?
1: I think no. DM, Look up DMX. I think he has a negative net worth on
0: earning World's biggest anal gangbang. He got paid $150 for that.
1: $150? That's what it says.
0: Who knows what year that was, but I don't... I'm assuming he wasn't getting his ass raped. Uh,
1: I was going to ask, was he a top or a bottom?
0: Assuming he would be a... I mean, I think with a name like a hedgehog, you're
1: always the top, right? I would assume.
0: But I saw this thing on, on somewhere. It was like the lady – it was on Twitter for someone posted, the woman who'd had the sex with the most people in a 24-hour period. Guess how many people that was in 24 hours?
1: 750.
0: 976 people.
1: I think I saw footage from this, and it's disturbing.
0: Well, I mean, that's like a guy only lasting like eight seconds
1: or something, right? That was part of the rule. You had to – and. In the video, they showed people lined up at the door, like a blockbuster fucking movie, and they're all just, you know, it would pleasant. have to be, yeah, and they're just kind of, it's so not, that, it's it's guys like you would expect to be at something like that like too. The
0: hedgehog himself—that was Donald Trump in that line.
1: No, but the hedgehog was there. He was like I'm the guy sure. interviewing people in the line.
0: Oh, really? He was like hosted. Cool.
1: So yeah.
0: he's back in a lot of ways.
1: You can sort of. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I mean, that's exactly what the video was.
0: I assume you're kidding at all. I assume that's the truth. But, I mean, so what? A guy, would, they would get fluffed, right, or they just jacking themselves while sitting in line?
1: No, they weren't. They were
0: just... You get to run into the front of the line?
1: They were fiddling their stuff, just waiting in line. And then they get up there and they...
0: They always say there's fluffers on porn sets. There's not a bunch of super hot chicks blowing these guys, so they get ready to mount this lady.
1: No. Boy, it, it, the lady involved who did it, just, she was kind of a nasty one as well.
0: She was a bigger lady.
1: Uh, yeah, well, she was bigger by the end.
0: So I was going to say, so the deal was put your cock in her and blow your load? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. It didn't count unless, you know.
0: But you had to ejaculate in her? You just couldn't one stroke and pull it out on her? Right. So she took, so not only did she have sex with 976 guys in one day, she also took 976 loads? Yes. Which I would assume is some kind of record in its own right.
1: I'm sure it is.
0: Well, we probably should look that up, you think?
1: Yeah, and they they put them all in a wine glass. Wine glass? You mean a a barrel? In a wine keg.
0: Let's see. How do you? How do I put this most cream pies in a day?
1: <laughs> I don't even remember what I. I'd read about it like you did. Now I, I was like, I gotta see what this is all about. It, but it took me forever to fucking find it. Let's see is there.
0: What is the maximum number? The number? No, no, I don't think that's right. The, oh my God! Here's the ten unsexiest sexiest world records. Um, here's a. Here's some kind of weird, I don't know, this is called ourhotwives.org forum view topic. How many cream pies have you had in one day? What is the largest number of men you've had come inside you in one day? Somebody answered 200.
1: Uh, just an average normal person answered that?
0: I, since I broke my record twice since my first post. After my day of fucking guys from Craigslist bareback, I was just horny all the time. I'm fucking, on average, two to three different guys a day, between boyfriends, coworkers, guys who live in my apartment complex, and sometimes just guys I meet randomly. About three weeks ago, I fucked a guy old enough to be my dad after he said hi to me in the grocery store. But that's not my story today. So my record breaker came the day after that encounter. (laughs) (laughs) The day after. Do you feel like hearing her story? Quite curious. Where does she
1: live and what's her address?
0: I don't know, we're gonna have, we'll have to look her up. Her name is Love Sex Nine Five Four O Eight. I'll say hi. Probably real name. I'm guessing this is probably written by a man, I would think. But uh it started <laughs> Friday night. I'd already fucked my boyfriend, but he was doing a guy's night out and couldn't stay and I couldn't stay at his place. He went to shower before taking me home, so one of his friends showed up. So I let him fuck me in the kitchen while my boyfriend was showering on the other side of the wall. So then my boyfriend takes me home. It's like nine. He just dropped me off in front of my apartment. Didn't walk me home or anything. So as I'm walking through the apartments, I ran into this cute guy who had recently moved in. We started chatting. I let him walk me back to my apartment door. I was actually not planning on fucking him, but he said something about men being cute, and I kind of, me being cute, so I invited him in. He fucked me twice, coming inside of me after about a minute the first time, but he was still hard, so I knew he had more for me.
1: Yeah, I think this is written, this is like fan fiction.
0: Right. <laughs> The second load, I told him I wanted it in my mouth. Okay. See, I, don't, there's, I can't believe this now.
1: No, I don't mind at all.
0: Well, let's see. So, let's see. How many? 21 guys in 20 hours. But that's 21 guys, but 25 loads, just so you know.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Three is not uncommon for women. My one girlfriend recently told me that she had early 70s when she was single, and nobody used condoms. She fucked on a Friday night sleepover date with one guy, ran to an old friend Saturday morning and fucked him through the afternoon, then fucked a third guy on Saturday night as a sleepover date. Now that maybe um I it could be true.
1: That sounds legit. For the seventies for sure.
0: Well here's a guy, here's a guy chiming in the most creep pies hot wife has had in twenty four hour window was five before she came home to me with a pulley, pussy full of cream. She was red <laughs> swollen and dripping. Boy, that's a fucking that's hot.
1: Jesus Christ!
0: Now I can't remember what we're looking up. Oh yeah, the, the, the <laughs> number of loads.
1: Red, swollen, and dripping. My goodness. And they're married. You know, they they got married. They said their vows in front of a priest. Had oh, a yeah. family there. There's
0: a love there that I can't
1: understand.
0: Oh wait, we were going to look up the ten most uh, disgusting. It was. The 10 unsexiest world records around sex Here we go uh, Oldest twin hookers
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that struck me as really funny But that is uh, Wow They're Twins That's and they're old
0: For 50 years these ladies have been uh, Been doing that Okay now it's doing some ad blocker bullshit I don't want to fucking do this It won't let me get past it God damn it Rufus It looked like it was going to be a good one too Son of a bitch. You know how they do that? It's tricky. Let's see if I can get past it. You think I can beat this ad blocker?
1: You don't need an ad blocker on these websites.
0: Oldest male porn star.
1: Uh-oh. How old is he? Uh,
0: he became a porn star person at 59. Wow. Yeah, uh, He okay, cool. acted in front of the camera until he was 80. Biggest vagina. Biggest. Uh, this is a lady who reached a height of 7 feet 11 and a half inches. Her vagina measured around six inches or 15 centimeters. I mean, that, does that even
1: sound that big, really? Is that wide or long? I'm
0: guessing long. Uh, almost or deep. Here we go. Longest penis. Uh, when fully erect, it reaches a monstrous length of 13 and a half inches. But when it's eight inches, when it's soft. White guy, believe it or not. White guy. Amazing. A strongest vagina. Okay.
1: Strongest, okay.
0: Basically, women use their vagina for two primary objectives, giving birth and sex. However, for a certain Russian gymnast, these things aren't enough. She has come up with a new creative way to put her intimate lady parts to good use. After 20 years of intense training and practice, Tatiana, I'm not even going to bother trying to do her last name, has mastered the art of lifting heavy objects using only her incredibly strong lady hole. <laughs> that's so, so put so elegantly, a lady.
1: Yeah, That's a medical term.
0: Because of her breathtaking and mind-boggling ability, Guinness has proclaimed her as the the owner of the world's strongest vagina. How strong is her hoo-ha, you say to yourself, Rufus? Please say that.
1: How strong is her hoo-ha, Zigzag?
0: Let's see. For one thing, she can lift a kettlebell that weighs 30 pounds. That's
1: interesting.
0: That is a... So, I mean, I'm guessing, like, a Kegel exercise or not?
1: How does she grip it? I mean, is it just the...
0: It doesn't. It show. It just shows her squatting and look like she's gonna take a shit. So I don't know what it is. Oh, most severed penises. There you go.
1: Most. Okay.
0: It's an undeniable fact that a man's penis is sacred. Let's see. In uh, Let's see. One notorious ruler who practiced the brutal act of cutting off people's penises was King Mephetai of Egypt in 1300 B.C. This cruel king defeated the Libyan army. As a punishment. He orders men to cut off the dongs of their enemies, over 13,000.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Biggest orgy, how many people you think?
1: Um, what year? Uh, 2010. Oh, geez. Um, 300. 252 and
0: 250 men, so I guess that's 500 people.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: This one, I'm surprised. I expected to see your picture here, but it's the longest masturbation session.
1: No, I, I can't even last long with myself.
0: Bro, you're good. That's why. You know your body, and that's a healthy thing. Meet
1: 90,
0: a dude from the land of the rising sun who is considered the world's greatest masturbator. He was able to stimulate himself sexually for a brain-wrecking duration of 9 hours and 58 minutes. He executed this momentous and scary achievement during the ninth annual masturbate a held in San Francisco in 2009. In yeah. 2008, he made his first world record by masturbating for nine hours and 33 minutes.
1: Uh, okay. I could probably drag it out if it's part of a spectator sport and people are staring at me. I, I could mean, make it last eight or nine hours. I'd probably give up after six hours and be like, I, I'm okay. not in the mood.
0: More than that is that they actually had more than one
1: masturbate I remember the uh, Nintendo version of that. It was a great <laughs> game. I remember. It wasn't <laughs> You had to press the button really fast. Alex Trebek
0: was part of that. Yes, he she was. Orgasms in one day. She could have 500 at a time. Simple things like sitting in a restaurant, riding a train, driving a car, and even sitting beside someone on a sofa sexually stimulates her. So, I mean, do you even? Really... Uh huh. Can you even count that she she like has a some kind of weird thing where that's she has a... orgasm just by standing around?
1: No, that's a disorder.
0: Right. That's not an orgasm. That's there's something wrong yeah. with her. All right. Oh, the most partners in one day is actually number one. And I was wrong, it's nine hundred and nineteen guys. Lisa yeah. Sparks. Sparks definitely wanted to win their third annual gangbang championship held in the Warsaw Poland, even though it might mean having sex with hundreds of eager men, many of whom were loved, not attractive in the least. Nope. Still know she did it and now has her place in history. And in case you were wondering, up until earlier this year she had a very loving and very understanding husband who was very supportive. Maybe she pledged to reach 920 this year, and that was the final straw. So that's it, folks. We just filled you in on the 10 most disgusting fucking world records. And on that note, I'm going to say, Ow, ow, ow. Tomorrow night, we're going to see if Donald Trump is still alive. We'll see you then, folks. Adios. (laughs) All right. Later. God, I can never find it. Bitch. And I moved it to the top, and now it's. Back to the bottom, Rufus. Unfair. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.